Good morning, PMO. It is your boy, is Nefarious here, and I am here with the breakfast show. I got the breakfast crew in the building. I got D Lloyd. D Lloyd's with us. D Lloyd, say what's up to the people. Yo, what's going on, PML fam? It's your boy, D Lloyd. We are back with another episode. We had trade deadline and a new week, so it's going to be a fun show. Oh, uh, it's definitely going to be a fun show. A lot of trade talk. We're not even going to ju- dive into the games that were played last night, but uh, it's just going to be That's trade talk game. and coaching care. So, nah, we ain't talking about your game. <laughs> Uh, we also have A-Rod in the building. A-Rod, say what's up to the people. What's up, boys? Yeah, as Deloitte said, big shake-up with the trades, big shake-up in chat. A lot to talk about today. Oh, yeah, definitely a lot to talk about. We also got Hefe in the building. Hefe, say what's up to the people. What's going on, PML? Trades, trades, trades. GM yes. were active last night. It's <laughs> going to be a great time to see what people can do with these new players on their team. Oh, yeah. A ton of, ton of trades. Uh, can't wait to get into it. Uh, we also got a very special guest in the building. Uh, y'all hate him after the trade deadline, but we love him here on The Breakfast Show. We got Greeny in the building, uh, avid listener. Yeah, thanks thanks for having me. You know, I wanted to, I wanted to make my special appearance today and, and take all the hate, like, uh, live instead of just through the chat. So I wanted to, I wanted to be here for it. Thanks, man. Yeah, and uh, we'll get into the trades in a second, but let's start with the coaching carousel. Deloitte, just announce the coaching carousel and the names that come through. Uh, I just got to make a call real quick. Uh, it's too much for me. It was <laughs> a lot of new, a lot of new names um, that definitely popped up here. Uh, I believe. Do we have three? Yeah, new list open? We have. Um, I don't well, have the list. I'll start from so. some of the older ones. We have SP dot. Who's on the carousel? We have Codes, who was very active in chat yesterday. Got into Codes is new, right? He came in just yesterday, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I guess he got that tryout game. Yeah. He had messaged me. I didn't get back to him, but I guess he got it in. We got uh, Wombo's boy, DK, who apparently is a, a big winner in other, other leagues that they're in. Uh, D Vizzle, the guy I brought over. So he got in. Greenlight. Haven't heard much from him. Uh, let's see. That's it. So I think we got like around five or six guys in total because we still got Mellow, we still got Ace. I think that's about six, maybe seven. Yeah, definitely. Um, a lot, a lot of people. And they were not quiet people. Yes, yeah, not they were quiet active. people. People coming in, making it be known. They want a team. They're here to stay, and they're they're just waiting for for a coach to slip up. Um, so I I had to step away. I got just tagged breakfast show. Uh, we are live on breakfast uh, coaching carousel. All right. So uh, where'd you leave off, Deloitte? What are you talking about? No, uh, A. Rod just announced the actual names of the coaching carousel. So the one that who's who's coming originally and brought the most spice. Not I wouldn't say spice, but brought the most activity and. Seems like a front runner when it comes to the new blood because we still have Jack in the coaching carousel. We still have one ball. We still have a few people in the coaching carousel. Uh, as far as the new guys that came in, who's the number one guy that you're like, all right, I think if he came in, he would definitely fit. Me, for me personally, is DK. That's the that's the one guy that stood out as far as chat activity and he showed he showed a lot of love for the league. Like, yeah, he was watching games. And yeah. yeah, he showed a lot of love for the league. Like he, 
he really, really wants to be. He kind of reminds me of uh, a little bit of like when Wimmy came in and the way Wimmy was. He's like talking about how he loves the league. Is that kind of the feel you get with him, or is there somebody else that comes to mind when you look at the new guys that came in? Well, codes were similar. Codes and him were neck and neck. Yeah, with those two were definitely the too. It was just yeah. funny watching them try to get try to get involved and learn the league because I think one of them had called out Z Star and said, uh, <laughs> "You know, you're ruining that Chargers team because you know they don't know the background." Of that was that was DK. I think that was DK. yeah. That so they're looking at I, I Z Star like shit. I started that shit. So. Like he's some sort of so of course you did. So they got a lot to learn. Trying to trying to be a bash brother for a little bit. I need you to do more of that. <laughs> Try to be a bash brother, troll brother. Uh, but guy, they run. No, 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 it was just funny watching them. They don't know, like, you know, the context behind what's going on in some of these situations. Like Z-Star, who's clearly better than a 2-5 and five record. And they're talking yeah. about he's ruining the Chargers. and They want to take his spot. <laughs> well, that's, that's, the narrative, like, that's the narrative Neff yeah. gave out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, oh, you gave that out? Narrative out there, I, yeah. I think that's the, di- that's the difference, I think, between DK and, and Colts. Uh, D- they both were chatting, but DK seemed to be going at people's heads. Like he came in and he was attacking. I think didn't he get into it with drama for a little they bit? Did. All three of them. Coach Coach is the one that really, really into drama with uh, Coach. Coach tried to play him in a game. Drama declined. Uh, Divizzo yeah. called out how he destroyed him in a head to head already, and then uh, DK was talking about he's under five hundred. How's he talking like that? Yeah. yeah so they so, they got initiated then. Yeah. The drama yep. initiation got it. <laughs> but then, D, but DK, but then DK actually, you know, he seemed to settle down, find some appreciation for the league. So I think he kind of—I don't want to say backed off, but he kind of just kind of relaxed a little bit. Saw that the league was cool. He's, saying, that, he's, he's trying to say the right things, and you know, also yeah. not being Yeah, and like you said, like the he was pumped to watch a PML game. Like he wanted to watch a PML game. Well, he's for a little watching, bit, he, he's watching the wrong game. From a different he's league. watching the wrong league. Wrong league. He's watching <laughs> Bagels play, but it was the wrong league for a little bit. But he was he was really pumped to watch a PML game, and that's always nice to see. Um, I know he's a baller. I think there's a few a few of them came in as ballers. So that's that's uh, that's a, a plus as well. You got guys like uh, I don't know what it is. It's coaching carousel like. Is it you don't subscribe to the Patreon, but you're in the coaching carousel, JT? Can you kind of confirm that? Because no. I'm seeing the new coaching carousel role. Is that like a dollar or something like that on the Patreon? Like, what's that? I think they pay like it's a cheaper dollars. tier. Yeah, it's a, it's a smaller tier. I wonder what they have access to. Probably just Gen Chat, and then everything else they don't have access to. Well, they should have like game streams and things like that. That would keep them Yeah, involved. game streams so they can watch games and stuff like that. And so, what's the criteria for re- uh, replacing the coach? I mean, so, um, you know, I, I don't know if that – maybe it has, maybe it hasn't, but has that been specifically spoken about? Like, what's the combination? Is it losses and no content, not, not wins and content? For sure, as of right now, the, the 0 and 17 thing, unless – I think that should be changed. I've been always saying that, but I always forget to bring it up during uh, – <laughs> Well, I think the there's, there's so many balls on meeting. that. That carousel that even like three four wins would put you in jeopardy. Yeah, I think it's if you're not if you're not active, I think if you're you know just clearly not keeping up, you know, gameplay wise, I feel, um, or you have attitude stuff like that. I think that's the type of things that will that will get you out. Is that one for Bengals? Yeah, 
<laughs> but um, indirectly, Bengals saved himself a little bit last night, didn't he? we, yeah, we, we, we ain't gonna talk about that. We ain't gonna talk about. It. We save that for tomorrow's show. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> save that for tomorrow's show. But when it comes to the zero seventeen, like I, I told, uh, like I, I talking talking in chat, like about going zero seventeen. Like I can go zero seventeen, and then you know you can go one and sixteen, and you'll be out of the league before me. I say that joking around, you know, just try, trying to be a troll and an asshole. But, um, you know, I got in the 0-17. If I go 0-17, I'm likely to be replaced. But that brings up the point you were making, Deloitte. Like, losing, like, I'm going to pat myself on the back, but losing somebody like me that does all kinds of content and stuff like that for going 0-17, and then you bring in somebody. I don't think somebody. we got to tell you unless you want some reassurance. You know, I don't think you're going anywhere regardless. Yeah, like, I think we'll amend that. Real quick. I mean, I think it should come up. I think it should come up like uh, in this coaching or this off season owners meeting, whatever. It's, it's subjective, you know, to what you do for the league. And- yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it should show when I'm Owen sixteen going into week seventeen. That we need to address this rule. He's playing. I don't even know why week seventeen, but he's I think we somebody. should change it to if you go oh for seventeen, like you're automatically up for a review. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to like automatically gone. I think that would be a better wording of that's that. That's a good yeah. one. But at, based on the rule, I fully expect to be gone at 0 and 17. Well, you jump in the carousel and you do your, your breakfast show still every well, morning. Just, just, just win a damn game so we don't have to worry about this now. Yeah, win a damn game so I don't have to worry about it. Hopefully, I beat the Bills tomorrow, uh, the Bears tonight. So watch that game. I'm going to say Bills. Um, it's not a good start. Yeah, yeah, it's not a good start. I lost to the start of the season. Um, okay. So, who. Out of all the guys, so I'm trying to get all the names. We get SP Dot. Did you mention him as well? Like we got yeah. a bunch of names from the coaching. There are carousel. two guys who didn't really chat much. We've been there for a little bit. Green light SP Dot. I mean, Melo's been here since last cycle, and he doesn't. Melo's a lifer. Melo's a carousel lifer, and he's he's a uh, he's a he, he's a little he's a he's a weird cat, Melo. I gotta say, he's a weird <laughs> cat. Wants to play old gen. Uh, hey, talks about. Right? He's, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think Ace yeah. has much has expectations at this point. This, this is think, something this Ace morning that made me laugh. Just scared to see Cookie Boy message and chat and be like, I'm in a Discord with he Cookie wrote Boy. This morning, Ace wrote this morning to DK, be everything I couldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> Ace, is, Ace is a funny dude, though. I gotta give it to Ace. Like, when he, wants, he comes in with one-liners out of nowhere, and it's pretty damn funny. Uh, but out of the other the new guys, I think the top two right now is. Do you do you put any of them above Jay Clutch? Because they, I mean, they've shown more activity than Jay Clutch does in chat. And Jay Clutch has been, you know, been here for a while. His spirits are down a little bit right now with not getting a team and then this PS5 being something like yeah. You know, it's a, it's a long stretch for him to wait and to remain active every single day, but he pops in here and there. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think I think the with Jack, it's because we've seen his talent, right? So I think his is really also dependent on the team that becomes available. You know what I mean? Um, and I guess really for everybody, right? I haven't seen all the tryout games, but that's what makes the carousel yeah. so weird because it's not even like oh you're next in line, you're next in line. Like a lot of it's going to come down to fit and team and you know who. JT, I'm not sure if there's like a committee for this or not, but like who they feel fits into each spot to better the league, you know. So 
Right, because just, you can't just give yeah. a team to anybody. You, you know, yeah, so exactly. That's a delicate thing about it uh, is that you, you, even though you may be number one on the coaching carousel, but if the right team doesn't open up, it doesn't mean that you know, you're, you're going to necessarily get that team. Yeah, I mean, he's going to try to do a good job of keeping balance and parity in the league as, as much as possible. I mean, last cycle uh, is uh, is a good uh, you know example of it. I was trying to get back in. Uh, I know the Jets came open and somebody else came open early, but JT had me hold out until the right team came open. When the 49ers came open, then he brought me back into the league. So. Anybody listening that's in the coaching carousel, just understand that it's not necessarily that, you know, you're in the front of the line. It's, you know, fit. It's the fit that matters more than anything else when it comes to uh, comes to the coaching carousel and replacing the team. They want to they make sure the competitive balance is still uh, there, basically. Yeah. You also remember, we don't know what's on all these guys' applications, you know, what, what they bring to the table aside from gameplay, which... You know, intrigues JT to a certain. I mean, I mean, there's certain guys that are still here just based on their platform. Right. Bengals and Broncos are two guys that are just here based on their platform. Well, I also believe the guy J- Jassio Jack, whatever his name is. I think he has some Jack. sort of knowledge of yeah, like design and things like that. If I'm not. He's mistaken. actually. I I've, I ha- I haven't mind. Like he appears in chat. He'll come on the breakfast show. I mean, he doesn't talk much. I like breakfast his content. Show. Yeah. Yeah, he, he does all, does content. He's, yeah, I guess he hasn't warmed up to chat, or maybe he's too busy to be in chat. But I, 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 I don't think he's here. Like he does his content. Like I don't. Bengals doesn't do content. Uh, Broncos does his content, but it, it's not really for PML. It's more for like he, it's not PML, PML, PML. It's like, hey, I'm taking a. Uh, yeah, he does uh, it for his own Broncos. Bottom line. Yeah, I'm taking a Broncos team in a CFM. It's not even. I'm taking the Broncos and PML. It's, I'm taking the Broncos team and yeah. CFM. So, uh, you know, you get what I'm there. But those are two. Just the Bengals and the Broncos really give give me that feel that they're still here because of their platform. Bengals uh, hasn't really used it at all, and I think the the you know the hope is that he does start doing content and start using it. I talked with him us, yesterday. About yeah. know, content and getting, you know, we talked in the DM about, you know, he needed some content. We talked about the breakfast show, but he always plays the, you know, I'm a busy guy card. And we'll see what happens. I, I don't know what his plan is for content, honestly. You know, he always can only back, imagine but, him on this yeah. show. Oh my lord. Yeah, I thought it'd be good, good to show with him on. Oh you know, my get lord. To know him a little bit, but no, no, I'm gonna, great he's, gonna, he's gonna get him soon. Drama. I just don't have a set date yet. Well, make sure you get him and then have drama be on the same damn show so we can just sit nah, back we and give, laugh. We give him the first, <laughs> no, yeah, first, we can't first do time that to one. get to know him a little bit. And then, <laughs> yeah. then we bring drama on. Then we bring drama man. for the second time. All right. You're trying to get people out of here, Neff. Yeah. Now, guys that are here just because of their platform, there's a couple of guys that are here that haven't really produced any content. One for sure. I know one person brought out new content, so I know he's safe and he, he's he's a competitor and always in chat. Uh, T Bandit is one that was on the ropes just because of the lack of content, and he's never been a content guy, and he's always given that you know fuck content feel. I'm just gonna you know play my games and you know do the best I can with my games. Uh, but T Band has always been pretty active in chat, so. 
he's always active in chat. Yeah, so that's yeah. the thing with T Bandy. He's always in chat. Uh, but you at a certain point you do have to produce some content because we have the minimal rule. Um, it's not hard in the three month season. Jump on the breakfast show three or four yeah. times and you're good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, yeah. There's no excuses anymore. I remember when I first started, there was no platforms like that, so I had to get out, you know, to Microsoft Word and start writing <laughs> up some things. Now Bro, you got no I excuse. mean, <laughs> I I brought fantasy on. I brought the this podcast. You know, I brought all kinds. Of the I got the um, the Bleacher Report that that's supposed to be going. But I can't I, I'm trying to like I brought it together so people could use it. Like use yeah, the wait podcast. For you to do it, yeah. Yeah, not wait for me to be like, hey guys, let's get things going. You know, I'm not a I got plenty of shit to deal with myself. I'm not gonna be a babysitter and a boss like that. And that's kinda why I, I removed HD because I was I felt like I was babysitting and being his boss a little bit instead of, you know, you're an adult, you just know, hey, I gotta let these guys know I won't be on. Like a-Rod told us today he's got an appointment at 9, he's got an appointment at 10. He can't hang out with us all day, so he's just going to hop on for the be- the most he can. He's going to hop off. So that's that's the type of stuff. Like the Bleacher Report, you, you guys got to be like, hey, I need four guys to get into this article I want to write. I think one person has done that, but I haven't seen the article yet, so I don't know how they're handling that. Uh, but that, that's basically what I made Bleacher Report for. I didn't make it so I could put out articles myself. I made it so I could get a group of writers together and we yeah. could produce more league brainstorm ideas. Yeah, more league content and less just I hey, I'm doing a team thing. How about you just get together do a split split the divisions and do a league uh, based content that everybody's gonna enjoy. Uh, but that was the goal there. It's like I'm like I try to produce content not necessarily for myself but for other people's to platforms and things, yeah. Yes, for other people to use, other people to use, so there is no excuse. Hey, I, you know, I have, I, I don't really got ideas to do content. Well, I'm presenting ideas for you, so go ahead and take well, it. And at the it. end of the day, I think the content is what is one of the big, you know, things that make PML what it is. You know what I mean? So, you could yeah. never forget the content aspect of it. That's what I think we have you know, a, brings a bunch the of guys now who yeah. lead by example, and I think the newer guys. Yeah, have a more clear expectation. Yeah, then you know maybe. Well, now we have a culture carousel, so if you don't do it, (laughs) there you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're in the culture carousel. You don't. And I'm pretty sure the people in the carousel. I think I'm pretty sure the people in the carousel have not had to do content, but I think that's like what you know determines who gets in first and things like that. Yeah. Yep. That's a plus if you if you do content in the carousel. That's a plus. So, um, I mean, these guys are more than welcome to hop on Bleacher Report. Uh, JT, if you want to put an announcement for me at some point, say we have uh, things you could do as far as uh, podcasts, Bleacher Report, and other things, um, just do that so the new guys in the coaching carousel know, uh, just in case they want to hop on that and get get content produced out of, uh, you know, for the league. Uh, but enough about the coaching carousel. A huge day yesterday. Trades, 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 and it's been trades all season. So we're gonna go back to the first trade, and what we're gonna do is give our grades real quick on each trade. So I'm gonna announce a trade. We'll give our grades real quick, maybe a point or two, and then move on. Uh, we didn't vote on our own trades. We only voted on you know other people trade, uh, other people's trades. So uh, let's go ahead and jump right into it. The first trade that I have here 
is the Allen Robinson trade. This might not have been the first trade of the season, but it was Allen Robinson to the Saints for a second and a fourth. I uh, I gave the Saints a D on this, I believe. Yeah, I gave them a D, and I gave the Bears an A. Uh, the reason I did that real quick is uh, Allen Robinson, you know, it's a win-now type of move. He's not in a win-now type of situation. He gave away draft capital to the Bears. Um, I gave the Bears an A because he cashed in on a older player with a team that's struggling, and he's going to get a, a, a so-called late first in the early uh, late third for, instead of you know early second, early fourth. Uh, yeah. I mean, I guess like I said, I didn't give the, the Saints a D for it at all. Um, You're correct. I, I doubt anybody got a D on your book. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and for this trade, I gave, uh, I gave the Bears a B. Um, like you basically said, he was. I don't think he was using them. In, uh, you yeah. know, and for his offense, he's trying to get as much speed on the field as possible. So you're able to get, you know, two draft assets. And then I gave the Saints actually a B. I, I felt for Cam. I know he hasn't had the production, but he only has 11 catches this season. But I feel like, you know, pairing him, you know, with the Thomas, with the Kamara. You know, figure out the quarterback situation. I think he's still a really good wide receiver who just doesn't have the speed. So um, that I, I felt they were both kind of even on that trade. Yeah, good one for one. A Rod, what do you got? What do you think about this trade and all? I see the Saints pairing up Allen Robinson with Michael Thomas. However, both of them yeah. are not able to get over the top. So I think you know that really takes away the deeper threat. Um. Giving away the second. Allen Robinson is going to be a player who's going to be productive for the rest of the cycle. He's still at the yeah. decent age. So the Saints, I mean, it's not necessarily win now. It's someone they're going to, I guess they're going to build the rest of their scheme around maybe medium or shorter routes with Allen Robinson and Michael Thomas. So you got to take that in consideration. I give the Saints a B for this trade. I give the Bears, I guess I give the Bears also a B, you know, taking a draft capital and building and drafting maybe the type of wide receiver that they feel better fit their scheme. How about you, If the Bears traded um, Allen Robinson, because I think having may not have the speed, but having a big body receiver in this matter yeah. does help. So if the Bears yes. traded Allen Robinson because, hey, they just weren't going to trade him and he wanted to get something, then uh, that's a good trade for him. The Saints, I just don't know because contrary to what I just said, you do want a big body, but you do want some explosiveness. And I think Allen Robinson and Michael Thomas doesn't give him that. Um, and he could have used one of those picks to probably get some more explosion explosiveness on that offense. So I, um, I would actually give the Bears a B and probably give the Saints a C on that trade. Just because I just doesn't, I just don't think having Michael Thomas and Allen Robinson to me essentially are the same receiver. The same receiver, just you already have the better version. Of it. <laughs> yeah. but that could be the Brady, scheme this year. What are your thoughts on this trade? Um, I'd say B for the for the Bears. Uh, like Hefe was just saying, I don't think there is any plan to re-sign Allen Robinson. So uh, you lose him, you move him, you know, 14 games before you would have had to lose him for not re-signing well, him. You, pretty sure, yeah. Um, and then you use, uh, you get a second and a fourth. And even if it wasn't a contract year, like he, he wasn't in his plans long term. So uh, he wants to replace him. He was in the trade market actively looking for a speed receiver. Uh, so moving somebody that he didn't want slash wouldn't sign in a second and a fourth, uh, which those picks should be high is really good. And then for the Saints, I give him like a C minus. Um, 
if they think Allen Robinson is going to help push them over the edge over the next couple of years, then, then great. But, uh, you know, for like all the reasons people just said, he's so similar to Michael Thomas. Like, I don't think it makes too much sense. Uh, so no. it's like a wait and see kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, I, I, we kind of on the same page. It, it's not the wide receiver, but like the big thing is win now. Win now was the idea when I gave the grade. It's like you're at the bottom of the league. You just gave up two picks for a wide receiver that's not going to be helping you win. So, uh, but moving on, we had the Lions, the football team making a trade. Jared Goff goes over to the football team for Troy Apke and Wes Schweltzer, I believe, the offensive lineman. I gave the uh, Lions an A-plus on this uh, because they got rid of Goff. And, I mean, it would have been nice. I, I'd probably give him an A-minus because it would have been nice to get some draft capital with the way the team is. But he did get a uh, game-changing defensive back in Apke. Um, and then he got the offensive lineman. And I gave the football team a F because it hasn't worked <laughs> out. It has not worked <laughs> out. Uh, trading for Jared Goff hasn't worked out. And I don't think Jared Goff is the future over there for the football team. I think he could have just what Yeah, so uh, my grade for, for the Lions, because I can't tell, is contingent on do you know if he had to eat the cat penalty? Or was that cat penalty already gone from the Rams? Sending them it was already home? gone. It was already gone. It's okay, already well, gone. so then it's even better. Yeah, so, yeah, so great. So it's definitely an A. Just get rid of Jared Goff. He's not the answer. You get some speed. You get an offensive lineman. Cool. I, I, I like that move a lot for the Lions. I gave this a D for the football team. I'm not as mean as Neff. Um, but Jared Goff is the answer. <laughs> I, I think he doesn't give you more than what you had from Fitzpatrick and you yeah. had that for free. So yeah, exactly. um, now you have a contract. You could release him at any moment. So it isn't that terrible, but nobody's going to trade for golf. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least give you nothing yeah, good not, for golf. So yeah. Yeah. Like they may trade you like a late pick, but so, so we pretty much got I'm not nothing a fan of that. out of that. Yeah. Trade. Nothing. Cause if he released, he has, he hasn't he performed. Zero. He hasn't even performed the season. Yeah. It's like so. uh, the Raiders in real life getting just Josh Jacobs for Khalil Mack. Okay, uh, we don't got to talk about that. A-Rod, <laughs> uh, how do you feel about this trade? I give the Lions an A for this deal. They got rid of Jared Goff, who clearly was not in their future plans. Got a, a nice defensive back while getting rid of that quarterback. And then for yep. the football team, I'm going to give them an F, only because of this. Well, two reasons. As you guys mentioned, Fitzpatrick and Goff are similar players, you know, similar ratings. And if you don't plan on going forward with Goff, what was the point of this deal? Yeah. Now the football team had just traded into what could be the top five of the draft, along with their draft pick, which leads yeah. me to think that they're looking at quarterback, quarterback. at this point. Yeah. So yeah, that just against this whole entire deal that they just made getting rid of a, a defensive player yeah. like that. So I got to give them an F for this one because I, I don't we'll, think that we'll... they were looking too far ahead. Yeah, we'll look into that uh, that other trade you just mentioned uh, a little down the road. Hefe, um, how do you feel about this specific trade? Uh, for the Lions, I'm definitely going to give the Lions an A for this one. Got rid of golf uh, and got players in Apke and then inserted uh, McSorley, someone that he's going to use. It's so user-friendly uh, players for him. Uh, for the football team, I'm not as mean as Neff and A-Rod. <laughs> But I'm not as nice as D. Lloyd, so I'm actually going to give the football team a D minus. Oh, just because, oh man. <laughs> because, because honestly, the, the trade, in my opinion, absolutely served zero purpose for zero. the football team. 
Well, zero it, purpose it, for the football team, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For the football team, it serves zero purpose for the football team. Um, and I, I mean, I really don't know. You could have kept Fitzpatrick. Well, he could least... have been hoping to get something out of golf those first few games as like a trial trial period, man. Yeah, and it didn't really work out. He, yeah. he pretty much took a flyer on golf and now. Got well, yeah. Well, obviously he he was hoping yeah. something but, good because he wanted to make the trade. But yeah, but King 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 Mike's a Madden player, man. You know nothing's gonna come out of golf. Yeah, yeah. It, it yeah. just it, it, it doesn't. I think it was just again, it, and it, with the two players that he gave up, it's not like he was unloading contracts. Yeah, you know what I mean? Give up. So, you have assets. So, so uh, Greedy, how do you feel about the street? Yeah, A for hype, Mike. I don't know if you guys, uh, yeah, people forgot or whatever, but you know, Monte Nicholson and Derwin James were averaging like fifteen goddamn interceptions a game <laughs> uh, a year when uh, he was he was had them with the Chargers. So, giving him a ninety-three speed safety or whatever, it's not fun and he's gone on like a six game win streak speed, since I believe. Even worse. 94 yeah. speed yeah. and he's won every game since it's well, shocking yeah, we'll right talk. We'll, we'll talk about it in a second but you hey, 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 relax, relax, <laughs> relax we're talking about this trade now right. um, uh, then yeah I would say I would say D right now in my mind for for, for King Mike it just really depends if Goff is starter next year it remains a D in my mind but if Goff is not the starter then it's a, then it's an F. The only reason why I would say it's a D is because obviously QB is the most important position. So if he's able to put yeah. some content or get something out of him and he gets a starting QB for each year, I classify it as an F in my mind. But if he does the route that it looks like he's going to do and replaces him, then uh, then it would be an F because you just gave up you know uh, a really good asset for twelve games of mediocrity at the QB position. You also have to take into consideration that we have seen Trace McSorley outperform Jared Goff. And that dude has to be like a 50 Vastly, vastly outperformed. That's not Yeah, no, no. I know it was mad, but I'm saying, like, when you look at the trade, like, not only did he give him up, he's been playing better with the backup quarterback than he has with Jared Goff. Listen, if. If time and effort were put into golf, he could be developed into something decent. Because we saw Gardner Minshew do it. We saw guys yeah. rising from worse. So it might be it might a, be a little tougher this this cycle though with the XP. Could be. But what what is he now? Seventy seven, right? He's, yeah, now, I mean he actually he actually has solid ratings. Like yeah, I know yeah. we give him grief because it is Jared Goff, but he actually has solid ratings, especially for a King Mike who doesn't need to run the ball as much as a quarterback. You know what I mean? You come in and already have 91 short accuracy. It just hasn't worked. So, listen, I don't give a production. fuck about those ratings. <laughs> <laughs> People like name so good. Yeah, it's just, just the name on the back of the jersey, and they put something in to make them suck. I don't know what it is, man. It's frustrating. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, but let's move All on right. to the next trade. we got the Seahawks and the Titans making a trade. Uh, Seahawks send Trey Flowers. Quarterback Will Disley, tight end, and a second round pick over to the Tennessee Titans for Julio Jones. That's hot two uh, over there. Hot, hot two goes over to the Seahawks. <laughs> I gave the Seahawks a B on this. Um, I don't think they gave up a lot for Julio Jones, and I also I like I don't I also don't think they could they needed a trade for Julio Jones if that makes sense. So I gave him a B, and I gave the Titans a C. Because I feel like they should have kept Julio Jones, but they did get a second round pick for him and a couple of pieces. 
Um, and he didn't necessarily need Julio Jones, but he, I think he should have kept him as a competing team. Yeah, that's exactly where I was with this one. Um, I gave the Seahawks a B for that. I mean, still get an X factor wide receiver who's you know been leading the league in reception, so he's using them. Um, yeah. I think he just just this is one of those just things you feel better, right? Just knowing you have yeah. you know two big time wide receivers um, to go with Lockett. Um, and then for the Titans, I gave them a C. Um, you do get a second round pick out of an aging wide receiver that maybe didn't fit what Wimmy was trying to do. Um, you get Trey Flowers, who's okay. Um, and I know for the Titans, you know, the defensive backs aren't the best, right? So, um, Will Disley, I'm, you know, he doesn't really do anything for me. But um, you get a second-round pick, basically. So, C for the Titans, B for the Seahawks. And, and the thing, too, with that, that, like, it seemed like nickel and diming for Julio Jones. Like, he didn't maximize his value. Um, A-Rod, how do you feel about the straight? Well, I'm torn with the Titans because the Titans get back a nice little package for an aging receiver. But if any of these two teams were in a win-now mode, it would be the Titans who, you know, could make a realistic push to the Super Bowl this year. Yep. And I think Julio Jones would have been one of the nice pieces to really help put him over the edge, you know, to compliment Derrick Henry. When you're putting eight in the box to stop him, you know, you have some nice matchups on the outside. So I, I don't – it's a little bit of a head-scratcher. But, you know, I look at the other way too. He got a nice package back for them. Go on, Deloitte. I think he's one of the good bats in the game, based off of just watching him play since then. Who has like I believe ninety four speed or something like that. Um, yeah. I think he really wanted to get him in the game while getting something back. Yeah, that's probably what it was. And you know, these guys they know their own teams better than us, and I'll be the first one to always say that. So yeah, you you don't know what his deeper plan was, but he got a nice package back, so I'll give him a B minus for this one. Drama, on the other hand, and this really has nothing to do with my feelings towards him. I don't think he needed in this three wide receiver set to win games. He has no. Lockett, Metcalf, and Julio. Julio's getting a little older. Drama is nowhere near a win-now situation. No Especially there. when he made this trade. With his record. I think he was 0-5 when he made this deal. So Julio could drop out on you, honestly, within the next season or two. And you're giving up you know, more draft capital, which you don't even have at this point. You're giving up a decent tight end and a good defensive back for something you already have an abundance of. So I, I just don't see what drama was trying to do here. So I give drama a D for this deal. Are you FA? Um, I'm actually going to give both teams a C plus. Um, I think with uh, the Titans, I think Titans should have kept Julio. They are in the win now mode, and with the fact you have uh, Brown, Julio, and Henry, uh, you get a lot of one ma- uh, a lot of one on one matchups. Uh, I know he wants to develop another receiver, but I think uh, this year. You could have still developed that uh, that receiver and still have a weapon like Julio Jones out there. Yeah, uh, drama. Um, I gave him a C plus because while he probably his record doesn't say he's in win now, but the roster he has is a win now win roster. Now. Yeah. So adding Julio Jones as another weapon does a lot for that roster because he is the roster he has. Maybe not his record, but the roster yeah. he has is a win now roster. And, you know, I'm putting a C-plus on it because Julio Jones is going to do a lot with DK Metcalf. I mean, it's hard to leave both of them out there on one-on-one coverage because at any given moment, Russell was to throw one up, and one of those receivers are going to come down with it at, at some point in the game. And a C-plus for the Titans because that's – because of Drama's record, that second-round pick can actually be a very, very late first. A high pick, yeah. <laughs> and in all fairness, yeah. so, when, this, when this trade was made, I'll look at both sides, that – 
that um second round pick was looking like a late first at that point because drama yeah, was for, five, I uh, believe. First mm-hmm. overall, second overall. And then on the other side, this trade has I don't know. There's a correlation, but has propelled drama to three straight games, I believe, since he made this deal. Yeah. So, you know, we got to look at that too. Yep, exactly. And is what uh, he had he, last year. He did it last year when he went out, got yeah. Julio and Deshaun Watson. So I think it could be like a safety, you know, safety net for him too. Yeah. So, uh, Greeny, how do you feel about this trade specifically, just real quick? If you're there. If not, we'll, we'll just move on. Um, Oh, I was oh. muted. Sorry. I was talking oh, yeah. the whole time. Okay. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I'd say C's for both teams. If, if Drama was able to move Lockett, I know he was trying to, I, I'd probably give him a B. But just for the fact that he's got those three receivers, uh, he's using Julio, but it's kind of just like a surplus of riches at that point. Like, I can't give him more than that. And then for Wimmy, yeah. uh, you know, I, I think d White hit it spot on. He's been getting bats from the ball. He wants to develop him. He's faster. You know, but for some of those clutch games this year, and the playoffs he wants to be a part of, you know, having Julio, I think, would have been more impactful for sure this year. You know, look at the game he just had with Mole. Uh, you know, he lost by, I don't know what, three touchdowns or whatever, but, like, all of his touchdowns were on the ground. Like, if you had that red zone threat still, uh, like, maybe that's a different game. Maybe when we get to the playoffs, that makes a difference of him winning or losing. So, for all that, I'd rather have that player for the year. Yeah, and, uh, like, like you said, it's kind of those situations that when me, it's like you don't know what you had until it's gone type of thing. Um, and he kind of figured that over with that, that out with Mole a little bit. Um, but yeah, speaking out of Seahawks, he almost he wanted to send me – he actually gave me a good trade. I want to let everybody know. He gave me a good trade. He wanted uh, Terrell Edmonds, uh, TJ Watt, or uh, DK Metcalf in next year's first. So it was actually Ooh. a good trade, but I just re-signed Tremaine, uh, Terrell Edmonds. So I wasn't yeah. moving him, and yeah, it just didn't work out because that's that was like one of the main pieces he wanted back. Uh, but it was actually a good trade. So shout out to Jama if I actually given a good offer for once. Um, I, I felt like I had a good offer for Lockett as well, but um, when I dug into Lockett's contract, I don't know if y'all looked at his contract. The final two years of his deal, when he's like 31 and 32 years old, he's he's making 24 million against the cap per year. Oh wow. And I was like, no, nah, I can't. I can't do that, bro. So. Interesting. But I didn't get a bad offer from Drama. So. That was pretty good. And it sounds like you didn't either. So. Go on to the next trade. <laughs> Is he here? All right. Well, I'll announce the next trade. So I don't know where Neff went. Um, The, the next trade after no, that one. That. I'm back. Uh, just somebody came up came up talking to me about some bullshit I didn't want to hear. Uh, Patriots and right. Cowboys. Yep. <laughs> uh, Patriots send a second-round pick, 2022 second-round pick, to the Cowboys for Michael Gallup. Um, I gave them both A's on this. I gave the uh, – I think I gave the Patriots an A and then the Cowboys an A+. Plus. Um, I think getting a second-round pick is a little much for a uh, wide receiver like Michael Gallup. But I do see the need of a wide receiver for the Patriots. And now it really looks good. It wouldn't look as good with uh, – what's his face at the helm? Uh, Wumbo. But with uh, Problem now trolling that team, I think it's a really good move for, uh, for Problem. I think it, it helped him out. It, it hit him in the seam. And it paid off in the game of the week. So uh, that's the grades for that tip trade. What do you guys think? Yeah, I gave uh the Cowboys an A. I'm able to get a second round pick for a receiver that you're not even going to use. You know what I mean? Um, 
I think that's really good. And at the time, that was Wumbo using the Patriots. So we were assuming that was going to be pretty solid, uh, pretty solid second round pick. Uh, for the Patriots, I'm still going as if it was Wumbo. You know what I mean? Um, for the Patriots, I gave them a C minus. I just don't think Michael Gallup is a number one. And you give up a, a second round pick for a guy who I don't think is a number one. Um, I don't think that helps move the needle. I don't think it helps you win games necessarily. You know, he's just a piece. And, um, and I so. want to bring this up, too. If you think about it, he could have ruined two random pieces. Let's say Jonathan Jones and a uh, backup, backup, backup tight end. And he could have got Julio Jones for, for a second round pick instead of getting just Michael Gallup. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I I wasn't a huge fan of it from the Patriots um side of things. So So Arod, how do you how do you feel about this trade? I actually love the trade for both teams. Uh the Patriots, especially Wumbo, had no firepower or the ball to. So he got Michael Gallup, traded a second, which is probably gonna be the thirty third well was gonna be the thirty third pick. Mm-hmm. Now it'll probably move to maybe mid to late second. We'll see. Um yeah, I mean, there was no room for Gallup on that Cowboys team with Lamb and Cooper. And I think the Patriots really needed someone like that. And that seemed to be the asking price, the wide receiver of that caliber. We just saw Kirk go for a second. So I think it was a fair trade for both teams. I give them both an A for this one. How do you feel about a half Um, Because it was a at the beginning, because it being Wombo, I, would, I give the Cowboys an A. But now that it's problem, I'm going to bring that A down to maybe a B just because that second-round pick probably is going to move a little bit. Um, and initially, again, for Wombo, I agree with what Deloitte said. I think I would have kept that second-round pick because it would have been a high pick. I just don't think Gallup really moves the needle from what they already had. Um, maybe he's a slight upgrade, but he's not a number one. He's not going to be a game-breaker for you. Um, I think you could have used that pick to help build your team up a little bit. So um, I'd give Wumbo at that point a C. All right. Uh, what about you, um, Greeny? Yeah, so I would say it's an A for the Cowboys, dealing from a position of strength, right, where he's like third, fourth, fifth fiddle in the receiving pecking order, you know, behind yeah. maybe uh, the receivers, maybe even some of the running backs, right? So you get a second-round pick, solid. You can build that however you want now, right, if he's looking to – whatever he wanted, you know, another offensive lineman, defensive back, defensive end, whatever, you know, it's something that you need instead of just like a surplus of riches. Uh, then for uh, the Pats, I'd, I'd give them like a B, B minus, because it's like they needed a receiver, but I think you could have gotten a similar caliber receiver for like a third or a fourth rounder. Or like Neff was just saying, like you ponied up maybe a little bit more and gotten a much yeah. better receiver. So uh, it was the right move, but I think the wrong player. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, the I market agree. pretty much at receiver was Juju, uh, Gallup, and like Tyler Boyd, and very similar players. So and uh, Scantling. No, I'm joking. I was just playing. <laughs> you need multiple first now to get Scantling. <laughs> I don't even want to know the answer. Yeah, you, the, the ship has sailed on that one. Uh, hey, no, not with that X factor they gave. Yeah, <laughs> now he's worth way more than the two. Um. Let's go, let's go. We got a lot of trades to get through. I guess the we got to just, just hammer Lions these out. Lions and Jets. Ty Johnson over to the Lions for a third-round pick. Uh, A-Rod, we'll leave you out of this. Uh, maybe you could give you two points of why you did the trade. 
Uh, but I gave, I think I gave both teams a good grade. I gave them both an A-plus on this. I think it's a solid trade for, for both sides. You get rid of a running back you're not using, and uh, you got a third-round pick out of it, and then you've seen how it affected the Lions in their gameplay recently. So I give them both an A-plus. Yeah, um, I give them both. Nah. No, 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 no. I'm not going to give them both an A. I'm going to give the Lions an A. You, you get a speed running back. I'm going to give uh, A-Rod and the Jets. I'm going to give them a, a B. Just because I feel like, no, I feel like Ty Johnson with the speed. And maybe I'm not in the market. I just feel like maybe you could have got a little bit more. But yeah. I'm going to give them a B. All right. Uh, Hefe, how do you feel about the straight? I'm going to give the uh, Lions an A just because, it, again, user. Uh, you get the player that you want as the user. You know, you get what works for you. Uh, I'm going to give the Jets actually a B minus. I just don't think uh, that third round pick. I think you can probably develop that running back, use it as a third down back, something out of the backfield, and also that B minus is because we sent that speedy running back to my division. So you know, <laughs> either way, either way you look at it, it's, 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 it's I knew that. <laughs> yeah, I'd say A for the Lions because again, you know. He, he's he going after speed, right? Only gave up a third round there, so I think it's a solid trade for him. I'd say uh, B to the Jets. I'd give him an A because they have a bunch of running backs, but he he should have sent them to me. Uh, so he only gets a B for it. So we'll, we'll we'll leave it there. I have Bryce Love on the roster, who is almost identical to Ty Johnson. So I had a deep depth chart of that type of player. Yeah. Uh, Lions came to me day one, like when the teams were revealed, asking for Ty Johnson. So <laughs> I would have liked to get a second, but to be 100% honest, I don't know if the trade committee would have put through a second for Ty Johnson. We had some trouble sending a third for Ty Johnson. So I had to actually you know, take what I can get at that point. And Ty Johnson right. was going to sit on my bench. And like I said, I had Bryce Love, similar speed, similar everything. So one of them had to go, and I, I got a third. So I'm pretty content. Michael Carter worked out. It was between starting Johnson or Carter and I chose Carter and it seems to have worked out. Yeah. So I'll give myself an A plus. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> All right. Uh we'll move on. Um Nefis on mute again. The next trade was the Houston Texans finally shipping out Deshaun Watson uh, to the Eagles for was it two first round picks? We have two first round picks on this. I feel like it could have been three. Three. Yeah. I feel like it could have been three, right? Yeah. So it was two first round picks this year and a first round pick next year, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh how do you guys feel about oh well Neff's gone, so I guess I'll start first, right? Uh so I feel for the Texans, that's an A. I mean just you, you get three first round picks. Uh, for Watson, that's definitely a win. For the Eagles, I'm going to go B minus. I feel like yes, you do get a quarterback, right? But you get a quarter, and you get him cheap. Like you don't have to pay him for like two years, right? Something like that. So I think it was good there. He doesn't have the abilities, and from what I've seen from the Eagles, I don't think it has turned into success. I'm not sure if he's won a game with Deshaun Watson. So um, I go B minus for them. I'm going to yeah, give Texas. Okay, right. I'll go really quick. I'm going to give the Texans an eight for that deal. Three first round yeah. picks is going to be three first round picks, especially in season one of the cycle. Yeah. Um, the Eagles, on the other hand, I'm going to give a C. I think with those three first round picks, you could have drafted someone similar to Deshaun Watson and at some point, you know, built him up. Um, I think he gave up a lot for him. And at this point, you know, looking ahead now, of what he's done with him. I mean, I don't know if that's fair to put in the trade grade, but you just don't see the trade working out. 
So I'm going to stick with a, a C with the Eagles and an A for the Texans. Um, I'm actually going to give uh, the Texans an A plus for this. I mean, he wasn't going to use Deshaun anyway. He was shipping him out. Yeah. Um, I don't think you know people held him to the fire of that of knowing. Listen, he's leaving anyway. <laughs> so you know he's not going to play him. So eventually he would have come down on that asking price. That's a supposed little bit. to be a so discount. I, yeah. Right. <laughs> Lord, 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 Jesus. So I, I'm that giving him. I'm giving the Texans an A plus uh, for the Eagles. I'm actually going to give them – I'd honestly give a C minus, but I'm going to give a C because the nice. only the, – the, the only caveat is the contract. You know what I mean? He's not on the hook for that contract um, yeah. for like two years, and that's literally the only reason I'm giving him an even C. But other than that, I, th- I think it was just a bad deal for the Eagles to give up that much. Yep, I I'm on the same uh, same boat as you. I gave uh, a plus to the Texans because they got a lot for Deshaun Watson and he wasn't using them at all. Um, and then the Eagles, I gave a C plus. Uh, he does still get Deshaun Watson, who could be a factor, but it hasn't turned out well so far. And it was a lot for a non superstar type of QB. So that's what I gave for the the Eagles and the Texans. Um, who's, who's yeah, where you at, Greeny? Greeny. So I'd, I'd say it's an A plus for for the Texans. You get the three first round picks, two this year. They should both be pretty good. Uh, for someone he wasn't going to use, uh, that that's a win every way you look at it. Uh, for the Eagles, they did have an extra a surplus of picks because of the the two trade when they moved around. Um, uh, so they had three firsts this year. So he still has a first rounder. So you need to look at that as well. They gave up two this year, but he still has one. Uh, but still, I feel like if he would have packaged those picks, he could have packaged those picks to get up into the top two and draft somebody yeah. who would have been a little worse, but younger, cheaper, maybe, you know, not getting up three first, maybe it was two first and a second or something like that, and still have been able to get up into the top, like, two picks to get your QB if that's who you wanted. Uh, so I'd give those guys, like, a C on that because uh, that's the move I would have made rather than going after yeah. Watson for three firsts. Yeah, I think those three first like guarantees you an X factor, right? Like guarantees you an elite, elite player. So, like, exactly. I, watch this, Hefe. Will Aaron Rodgers have been gone for three first round picks? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Ooh. why I don't like the trade because you just got Watson. Yep. I know he's younger, but I'm just, you know what I mean? Just an example. Like yeah. you could get, you could yeah. get an elite guy for three first round picks. So you could get a lot more. Yeah. Listen, listen, listen. After this season, next season, Aaron Rodgers will be going for three first round. <laughs> <laughs> after the season he has this year, winning the MVP, mm-hmm. now he's still going to be there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but moving on real quick, uh, we got a, uh, offensive lineman going to the Giants for a third round pick. Um, I, I gave, I gave the Bears a D on this because I think he is competing in that division, and I think having the offensive line would help. And I gave the Giants a B minus because I think it helps them a little bit. Um, but uh, I think it was more based on how they perform in this season because um, I can't really say much about James uh, James Daniels, the the offensive lineman. Yeah, I give them both C pluses. Um, I think for what they are trying to do. It both makes sense, you know, but yeah. obviously it's not like a game changing. It's just like, oh, it's a small little deal. So I give them both a C plus. It's cool. Yeah. So we'll just roll through this. Uh, uh, A-Rod's going to hop off. Uh, Hefe, how do you feel about it? Um, Just a quick synopsis. You don't even have to give you a grade because nobody likes the 
non-flashy offensive line trades? I mean, listen, hard, offensive line is hard to come by, you know. So if you have some an offensive really line is. that you think is, is, is going to uh, do well for you, then I actually think it's a pretty fair trade. I'll give them both Bs, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I was leaning. Both Bs for um for for those two guys. It, it just makes sense, you know. You get a little, you get a lineman who's going to help you. You get a pick that's going to help, you know, build for the future. Uh, yeah, just Bs around for that one. All right, so moving on, we got the Dolphins and the Saints making the deal. Another trade by the uh, Saints. They gave up Mitchell Schwartz, offensive lineman that they got in the free agency draft for PML. Uh, they gave him up for, <coughs> excuse me, a second and a fourth this year. I gave them both uh, A pluses. Um, I think if the Dolphins want to compete in that division, adding somebody like Mitchell Schwartz is huge. Um, and then for the Saints, getting something for somebody that he got for free is huge. So um, I give him both A plus. I'm guessing we skipped the Steelers trades, but uh, yeah. Uh... For this oh yeah, one, that's I, right. I gotta, I gotta go back. And, uh, <laughs> that's right. I didn't get a trade uh, for. It. That's why it kind of confused me. Oh uh, okay. I was like, we just get two trades. But yeah, the for the Dolphins, uh, I'm gonna give them a, I'm gonna give them a B plus. Schwartz is definitely older, but you're not getting that type of lineman, at least in my opinion. You know, with a second round pick for the immediate, like he's trying to win now. You know what I mean? So yeah. you get a superstar lineman now. I think that's definitely solid for the Saints. I don't think he's as much in win now. So you get a guy who you just picked him up, right? So yeah. and you get a second and a fourth. So I'm gonna give them a B for that. How do you feel? I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the uh, I'm gonna give the the uh, Dolphins a, a a B plus because even at that rate of regression, he's still gonna be a top lineman. Yeah. You know, and then obviously the Saints they get back a second and a fourth. Again, for somebody you grabbed out of free agency that you weren't going to resign anyway, and you still have a decent offensive line regardless. So, um, I'm going to give the Saints. I'll give the Dolphins. A, actually, give the Dolphins a B plus, and I'll give the Saints a B. Yeah, much you. How you feel about this one, Greeny? Yeah, Greeny. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I'd give them both A's on it because you know, again, uh, Dolphins trying to compete this year. They need all the help they can, and and with regression, he'll still be a solid as long as he doesn't retire you know, for, for two or three years. Um, and then for someone that you picked up in the free agency pool and maybe you didn't have long-term plans for, he's going to get expensive probably. Yeah, picking up extra picks, is that's a that's a no-brainer right there. That was an excellent move on his part. All right, yeah, great move by the Saints. Great move by both teams. That's a great trade right there. Uh, let's go back to those Steelers trades. We have two. Uh, the first one, Dwayne Haskins for a six-round pick. Um, Haskins not the QB we're moving with in the future. Um, we're gonna. It looks like we're gonna have a top pick anyway. Uh, we'll we'll take our chances drafting QB. Um, Haskins is sixty one overall, twenty four years old, normal dev. I don't think he he's worth anything. So I was able to dump him off for a draft pick. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna give the Steelers a. I mean, just a B minus. I mean, you're not gonna use him, and you have no attention on you know making him the potential quarterback of the future. So you just get something, get some type of scraps there to add depth to that roster. Who knows? Maybe you get a Tom Brady or something in the six, but just to get something to the, you know, to that roster for the Titans. I don't think you lose anything. It's just a worthwhile experiment. See if he can be the guy of the future. You don't give up much. So I'm going to give them an A. Uh, I'm actually going to go for the Steelers. Now my, my, these grades are going to be fluid. So I'm going with the Steelers, and we give them a, 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 a B right now. 
it could be it could move up to a B plus, uh, depending upon who he drafts with that pick because you weren't going to use him in the first place. And actually, yeah. I'm going to give a, a C to the Titans right now. Mm-hmm. I just don't think you know Dwayne Haskins is going to be the answer. I think you're going to have Ryan Tannehill for a few more years anyway. I, I you know it was just a trade. I guess just a trade, maybe just to have a, a backup quarterback. You know, yeah. depth. So right now, I'm just going to kind of give it a, a C because I don't think it moves the needle at all for the Titans. How do you feel, so not, a, not a bad, not a bad yeah. C, but just a C. Yeah, <laughs> I'd, I'd go, I'd go B for the Steelers, uh, getting anything back for something that you were never going to touch or use. Um, other than that, six round pick could be somebody that's better than than Haskins. And I'd go C for for the Titans because again, with that six round pick, you, you could have possibly gotten somebody better. I, I don't really see the plan there. If you needed a backup or there was an injury or something, like I'd ra- I would have rather just picked up like anybody out of the free agency pool. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But for right now, let's see. All right. So the other Steelers trade, we got Bradley Roby going to the Steelers for the Texans for a third round pick. How do you guys feel about that? Yeah, I think for this one, uh, I'm going to go and give the Steelers a B plus there. Um, you get a a speedy corner. You know what I mean? That for the Steelers, you just need cornerbacks, right? That's <laughs> one of the weaknesses of the team. You're not going to get somebody um, to immediately impact your team right then in the third round. So I think that's solid for them. And for the Texans, I mean, I don't think he's really going to use him. So I'm going to give them a B-plus as well. I'm going to give both teams Bs. Yeah. Um, just simple. I think it's just an even trade. Yeah. Good trade-off. Agreed. I'd say, I'd say Bs. Houston gets to build for the future with a plethora of picks. And Steelers need uh, all the help they can get in that secondary. So it made, made a ton of sense on both sides. All right. So moving on, we got the Colts and the Cardinals. Uh, Deloitte's favorite trade. Naheem Hines <laughs> goes, to the Colt, uh, goes to the Cardinals for a third-round pick, a fifth-round pick, and a future seventh. I gave the Cardinals a terrible grade on this. I gave Actually, uh, it was a little better than I thought. I gave them a a B minus because they do get a speedy bat, but I I also had a terrible gave, grade. <laughs> I, I I I I thought I gave it was a different trade. I gave okay. A grade. Okay. But they get a speedy bat, but then again I I was thinking about it. I'm like you could have drafted a speedy bat in, in with one of those draft picks. I don't think you need to give up three assets for that one one bat. Um. But that's I give him a B minus. I give the Colts an A plus. They're not using Naheem Hines. They got a buttload of assets for him. So that's that's my grades. What do you got, Deloy? Well, obviously I'm going somewhat the other way. I give this an A for the Cardinals. I mean, yes, you get speed, but that's a guarantee. 94 speed that you got that it, like instantly improves what you just had. Um, as for the the Colts, uh, I'm gonna give the Colts a. It'd be minus like you definitely get assets for a running back you're not going to use. So that's always solid. I think you could have got more. So that's how I feel about that one. Um, I think I'm going to give the Colts. Uh, I think I'm going to actually give them a B plus. Uh, running back you're not going to use. You, you, you get some draft picks, and you know I don't know what's going on with the cap over there at the signees. So you know you get you do get some assets back from them, and you got more than you should have probably. Um, and for the Cardinals, I, I think he had a lot of weapons on that team already. Um, I think he gave up too much. I'm actually going to give him a B minus. Mm. I'd go A for the Cardinals. 
I always saw Goose with Hines last year. Yeah, he's fast, 24, star dev. Uh, those guys don't grow on trees, like 80 overall. Bright future. Colts, I'd say a B because it makes sense to deal from a position of strength and get picks back. But I agree with Deloitte. I feel like he could have gotten more last year when me and Goose made that, that Hines trade. I traded Hines, and I think a second rounder, and I got back X-Factor Chandler Jones. Um, and I feel like he could have packaged – some kind of trade and like upgraded his team a lot better than just getting a third, you know, fifth and whatever. So uh, it's still a B, but it could have been better in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I get the trade for the Cardinals. I just didn't like it as much, um, but I, he did get speed. He got speed. So that's always good. Uh, next move was the Texans getting Philip Lindsay and Brandon cooks for Roquan Smith. Uh, how do you feel about this? Uh, I think it's an A for the Texans. Um, you get a, a young linebacker. You give up two aging players. Um, we see what Cook is doing. He has lined himself up perfectly for the future, especially once he gets done with the cap hit from Watson this upcoming offseason. But I don't think Lindsey and Cooks were a part of the plans long term. I think for the Bears, I'm I'm going to give the Bears a – give them a B as well. I mean, you see what they're doing. They're trying to load up with speed everywhere, right? They, um, So you add a speedy – receiver speedy running back to go with your fast quarterback already um we've seen them already move on from Allen robinson so i think for them i give them a b it costs them you know a very good linebacker though well they gave up speed to get speed in this one they gave up brandon cooks and philip Lindsay to get uh speed on defense so they gave up offensive speed for defensive speed i gave them uh i gave the texans an a plus uh just because i think roquan smith makes more of a difference in his off in his defense than those two pieces did in his offense and yeah. i gave the bears a b minus feel like yeah, uh, I, I feel like he gave up a, a really good linebacker that everybody wanted yeah i actually i'm giving the texans an a because Rokon smith's gonna be great in, in cookies defense yeah. i'm actually gonna give the bears a b minus simply because um yeah you got philip Lindsay. He, he you know he's gonna you know, keep for a little bit, um, you know, if he gets an open field hard, but, you know, he, he's not moving the needle. If you, if, you, if you run him straight through the line, Brandon Cooks aging. I don't know how long he's going to keep that speed. Brandon Cooks is more of a, a win now situation. I just don't think the Bears are in a win now, um, have a win now roster. Uh, I mean, that Brandon Cooks right now is just probably going to keep him in some games, you know, make, make, you know, make the score look good, you know, get a few open possessions. But I don't think it's going to do anything to, to, to move the needle, to, to, to position yourself better for your record. So I'm actually going to give the Bears, uh, like I said, a B minus on that one. Yeah, I would go, I think it's an A for the Texans. Smart move for the future. Uh, his, his offense, can he can make things happen with, with bad offensive players. Uh, but then he gets Rokon Swift, who's going to be an anchor for the entire cycle. Uh, for the Bears... Honestly, this is a C in my opinion. Roquan is super fast for middle linebacker, young, not really expensive. Uh, you're getting back Philip Lindsay. You have 19 running backs on your depth chart already, and an old Brandon Cook. 19. I know he's, he, he's fast for this year, but I just I, I think he could have done a lot better. I was talking to him about Roquan as part of a package for me, Cole. And uh, if we were able to pull that trigger, I think that would have been a much better deal for him. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like that trade for for the Bears at all. I, I do. Uh, you just said Nicole, and that that would have been a lot, uh, a lot better for him. 
Uh, speaking of B. Cole, uh, just a possible trade that could have happened. Uh, T.J. Watt to the Chiefs for Miko Hardman. That was that was being talked about, just so people could uh, play with that a little bit. Um, it was. We were talking. Um, but on we got the Cowboys and the Buccaneers make a trade. Lane Vanderash goes to the Bucks for a second round pick. I gave the Cowboys a, a no a B plus on this. I gave the Buccaneers a D. I don't really like it for the Bucks just on the fact that they didn't move Levante David. Uh, just on yeah. that fact, they didn't cash in on Levante David. I really didn't like the move for the Bucks in this one. How do you guys feel about this one? Yeah, we talked about it on the show, right? And we, we said that's first of all, you have a lot of linebackers. Unless you plan on going on into a four four or switching to a four three, that's just overkill linebacker unless you trade away Levante David. He did put Levante David on the block. Clearly he didn't get what he wanted from him, so he held on to him through the trade deadline. For the Cowboys, I'm with you. I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say, I mean, that's a B plus. You get rid of a linebacker that you're not using. Um, you have Micah Parsons there. He's clearly clearly the more athletic and the better linebacker. Um, you get a second round pick, which should you would expect to be at least in the middle of the second round, right? Um so oh, yeah. I'm gonna give yeah, I give them a B plus. I'm gonna give the Bucks a I'll give them a, a C plus. You still get a good, you know, solid linebacker. Um, but it's fluid. If they move Levante David and get a lot back, then obviously that could go up. But for right now, I'll give them a C plus. You have a uh, I'm actually gonna give the Cowboys a B plus uh, on this one. Uh, because they're gonna get, you know, for a linebacker they're not gonna use uh, they're gonna get essentially a, a probably a good pick back. I'm actually going to give the Buccaneers a C- minus on this one because you still have David. And you have an aging roster over there. And I think you could have used that pick to help uh, get you some young talent on that team. Yeah, I agree. Yep, I would I say – I would. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. I was going to say I'd give an A to the Cowboys because, again, I've said it multiple times in a lot of these trades. Anytime you can deal from a position of strength and add an asset, that that's just always going to be a win in my book. And then for the Bucks, you know, when I when it happened, I was like, I wonder. I wrote in chat like, did did Levante David possibly have like a retirement thing pop up? And he said it did. So if you're looking to replace him, uh, I I get that. Uh, you know, I think he he should have tried to move him a little bit better. Better maybe take any any kind of pick back because it's like you get Vander Esch for a second rounder, then maybe you move David for other picks, like that kind of makes it a wash and maybe you'd get like a B or an A, but I'd give him a C for now because he wasn't able to move it. And and if David uh, like retires and he gets nothing out of him, like I would say that's even worse because those two are, are like hand in hand at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And the next trade, uh, the next trade I wanted to get to uh, another, uh, well, a veteran going over to the Rams. This is the one that Q wants to hear. Uh, Rams set a third round pick for Melvin Ingram. I uh, I didn't need Melvin Ingram on the last year of his deal. I'm not in a win now type of situation, and I uh, I dealt him. So that's basically what it was, and got some assets for it. Uh, how do you guys feel about this one? Yeah, I'm gonna give the Steelers a B plus here. You get rid of a guy who I think you benched him, right? <laughs> like he was not playing for you, right anymore, or at least uh, I, you, I know for sure. Okay, he was starting again. Yeah, I mean, I know he wasn't in long-term plans. He's on a one-year deal. So um, you get, you know, a solid pick back. For the Rams, I don't think they plan on drafting. Uh, so you get a player. He's older. He's definitely going to regress. But he's in a win-now situation, um, at least in my opinion. So I'm not going to 
be too hard on them. I'm going to give them a B because I do think that Ingram can bring something to the table this season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, we hear you yeah. now. Yeah, we can. Yeah. For for the uh, for the Steelers, I'm actually gonna give the Steelers a B plus for this. Um, I mean, I think you got a solid pick back for an aging player. For the Rams, I I I, I just I, I didn't I didn't see the purpose. I mean, I'm sure he does, and you know, hopefully it works out. But I'm actually gonna give the uh, Rams a C for this. I ain't gonna lie, he's a little salty that he, you didn't send that third for Preston Smith. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I would. Uh, I would say it's a uh, it's a B B plus for. I, I mean, I, actually, I go A for the Steelers because I, I personally didn't think he's going to get more than a four for Melvin Ingram. Um, I wasn't going to go higher than a four. I was talking to him and he was holding me hostage like a terrorist. You know, talking about all the other offers he had. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, he already has a good D line, but he's in win now mode. So I don't mind that at all. I know for draft night, he just wants to have his feet up, you know, a blunt in his hand and a girl on his lap. He ain't drafting shit. So <laughs> uh, that pick helps him for that. And you look around the division, lots of mobile quarterbacks, lots of fast running backs. So, like, anytime you can add some D-line help there, it's a good move. Yeah. And uh, I, another thing, Q, is I don't lie. Uh, drama was in my DMs and offered a fourth form, too. So I, I went with whoever had the better the better offer. So, uh, moving on, we got the uh, Saints giving up Armstead to the Jets for McGovern, uh, who's an offensive lineman in a second and a fourth. I gave I gave the Saints an A and the Jets a C on this. How do you guys feel? Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the A for the Jets. I mean, you get one of the best linemen in the game. Um, and I mean, yeah, you give up because you a center, because you second to fourth. But I think just to have that superstar, I know he's aging. You got him under contract. He's going to be with you at least three more seasons and probably still be above a 90 overall. So I think that's a very, very good pick for the Jets. Uh, for the Saints, I'm going to go B. Uh, if you didn't plan on, yeah, I mean, obviously you're going to use them. But if you were just trying to acquire picks and the Saints, you know, I don't think they're going to win now. So you get a solid, it's still a good center really good center and then you get a second and a fourth um at least you get some assets so i'll go a jets and a b for the saints go a for the jets because jets are they're freaking uh they have plenty of picks and you only get so many cycles in a pml and to get a superstar uh lineman i mean you know, you get a you get a good cornerstone. You already have Mackay Beckton out there, um, so giving up a few draft picks for the Jets is, is not going to be that, that's nothing right now. Uh, so yeah. the Jets are going to get an A from me. Um, the Saints, actually, the Saints are also going to they're going to get a B plus just because they are giving up a superstar lineman. Um, they are receiving a pretty good center back, and they got some draft capital from the Jets. And those those picks are going to probably you know probably with that division. Those picks are not going to be end of the round picks, so I actually give the Saints a B plus and a Jets an A. Yeah, yeah, I'd go A for the Jets. They got the money to restart Armstead. They got draft capital like crazy. Uh, they have youth everywhere, so it's a great, a great trade for them. I'd go like a C for the Saints, just because you look at his previous move. He traded, you know, picks to get Allen Robinson, which made it seem like he was in win now mode. Yeah, you trade mm-hmm. one of the best left tackles four picks showing that you're in win future mode. So it's like 
the, the, <laughs> the, the two trades just don't make sense to me. So I, I have to not, see there. Yeah, not at all with the, the early trades compared to now. Um, next trade, uh, 49ers send a third and a first, a future first. Uh, cover third, future first for Raheem Moster, who goes over to the Chiefs. I gave the uh, 49ers an A+. Plus. Uh, even though he fed Greeny what he needed, I gave uh, 49ers an A+, because I felt like they he got a lot for an agent run back, even though he does have the speed. I gave the Chiefs a B+, because I think they overpaid for an agent running back. So that's my kind of uh, my kind of synopsis there. How about you, um, I'm gonna give both of them an A. I think you for the 49ers, you get plenty of stuff for the future. You get a first round pick. You know, you get a solid you know pick this year uh, for an agent running back. But for the Chiefs, I still want to give them an A as well. You get you know a 97 speed running back. Even with regression, I don't care if that man loses carrying. He could lose juke. He could use ball carrying. He could lose everything else. His speed ain't going to drop below like a 95, 94. So, I mean, he's going to be fast even next season. So, um, I think that's still that's still an A. A win-win. Yeah, for the Chiefs, I'm actually going to give that an A. Just because, again, when you, when you get someone who fits your scheme, fits what you want to do, it just makes you that much more potent, whether it be on offense or defense. Um, yeah. and, the, and I agree with Deloitte, like even with regression, what is going to be a 95, 94, I mean, yeah. <laughs> still, still, still top notch. So you're going to have that speed in the backfield for and knowing Greeny, Greeny probably at least ran a few simulations or something to see what happens. So you're not giving him a right. first round pick just, just cause. So I think it's a win-win for both sides. Yeah. yeah so I'm going to give him an A and actually for the 49ers. Because there's there's no way I give up uh, Mostert without getting Miko back. So I'm actually gonna get the 49ers, even though you got the picks back. I was there's there's no way because you got to know Greeny and the coach that he wants that running back. I, I you know I don't know Hold what the hostage. were, but yeah, <laughs> I, I, I would have held him hostage. And there's no way Miko wouldn't have come in that trade. So I'm actually going to give the um, 49ers a B. I want to I want to touch on that point real quick because good point. Yeah. if you're thinking about that, uh, you were giving up Raheem Monster just for Miko, or maybe even giving him up Monster in a pick for Miko. Maybe he didn't want to give up the extra asset um, in the situation. He said, "I'm just going to take my first and my two assets for one instead of giving up two assets for one." Because uh, with the T.J. Watt trade with me and Greeny. I wasn't going to give up T.J. Watt just for Miko Hardman, and that's what, based on the calculator, that's what it was going to be. So that's that's kind of maybe that might have been the, the case for the 49ers situation. Yeah, that, that threw the trades a little bit for a loop. We did talk Miko for a little bit, but obviously I'm not going to grade our trades, but I think Ant did good getting getting a first rounder for someone that, again, he's got a bunch of running backs. He wants to develop the youth, and you know his season hasn't got off to the right start. Uh, for me, I feel confident, as Deloitte just alluded to, I've done a, a sim or two or six. Generally, he does not lose speed going into year two. And then going into year three, he loses about three. So the way I've looked at it is even, even if he loses and goes down to 94 speed going into year two, 
I still have a seven speed, speed upgrade yeah. <laughs> over my current running back. So with my first or second round pick this year, I was going to have to go running back in my mind. So now I don't. Now I can address my front seven because I kept my first this year. That was important to me. So I gave up the first next year. Uh, then I also had a second trade. You know, I, I won't talk too much about it. it it's with A-Rod, but we had a trade where I was giving up a couple assets, nothing that I felt was going to help or hurt me too much this year. And I was getting back a first rounder next year. So I was doing both trades kind of together and protecting my picks next year by adding on a first next year. So I think if that trade would have been able to go through, if me and A-Rod would have been able to do that, like nobody would be able to say I gave up anything too much for most yeah. because it, it would have looked much, much better. But either yeah. way, I'm still happy to have him, obviously. I don't think he's going to regress going into season two. Uh, and then if he regresses in the season three, that I don't give a shit. I, you know, for one first round pick, essentially, yeah. I got three years at 94 plus speed. I, I'd sign up for that 10 out of 10 times. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to just drop his address when he gets his condo down there. So I may or may not send a hitman down there. We'll see. <laughs> I, I just, I just, I'm, I'm just mad that that trade had to happen before we played. Like, literally. Oh, I needed it before we played. Me and Ann have been talking about that. Like, we were kind of joking about it when we were writing stuff in the chat about it. Like, when he was putting most there, and I'd, like, put, like, the eyeballs. Like, hey, man, like, we were just joking. Like, you know what would be really funny? If we actually pull this motherfucker off. And, uh. You know, right before the deadline, we are like, all right, let's get this done. We're talking about it. And we've had it kind of worked out for a couple of days. But, again, I was working on a trade also with, with A-Rod. And I was trying to make sure that trade went through before I pulled the Niners. Uh, and that trade backed out. And I was like, eh, fuck it. I still want Mostert. The, <laughs> insensitive, the insensitive part is us three are on the Talking PML show. So <laughs> they know how I feel about Mostert going, you know, to Grainy. I was heavily against it, and they still made that trade behind my back. And it's just rude. That's it's up. just rude, man. I put I put <laughs> in my two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on, we had to just say. Let's just say I'm not looking forward to playing the Chiefs this week. Yeah, no, not with the 97 speed running back. Now we're in Tyreek Hill over the top. Um, but going to probably Hefe's favorite trade. We got the Seahawks. <laughs> Future third-round pick for Preston Smith. Um, I gave the Seahawks a C-minus in this. Uh, I think Preston Smith, you saw uh, Ingram go for a third-rounder. I don't think Preston Smith was the same player as Ingram. Uh, and then I gave the Packers an A-plus. He finally got rid of the guy he wanted to get rid of. So <laughs> that's my uh, my idea on that trick. Yeah, uh the the only difference is that the the person trade I mean he went for a future third rounder so you know typically future picks aren't as valuable as the current pick so I mean that could almost be like a four you know what I mean now um, but I think it's a win win I'm going to go ahead and give the Packers I'm gonna give them an a B plus you're able to unload that contract um, at the same time you're able to just I mean get some some type of draft capital, right? They'll be pretty solid. And for the, the Seahawks, they're showing that they're in win-now mode. Uh, I'm going to give them a C+. Plus. I don't think Preston Smith is a game-changer, but he's a solid piece. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to grade it, but I'll tell you yeah. the reasons why. Um, Preston Smith, um, you know, I need it. I don't, you know, Packers have cap trouble. Preston Smith was going to cost 19 million against the cap next year. 
Yeah. And there's just no way I could keep him on a roster. So whether I got to pick him or not, he was going to have to be released. So <laughs> yeah. I, so, you know, I, I, I'm happy that uh, that that trade and that deal came through uh, last minute uh, because I, I had to move for garbage. Like, there, there, was, there was no if, ands, or buts about it. And, uh, you know, drop needed to keep peace. And, you know, press his good size. You put him down at a D-line, you know, 6'5", 268 pounds, you know, so you're not moving them off the line. They still have speed and get around the edge. So it's actually not a bad, uh, you know, it's not a bad draw. Yeah, I'd go uh, A for the Packers here. Um, you know, we were talking, and, and in the trade calc, he was worth like a fourth, fifth kind of. And me and me and Hefe talked a little bit, and he kept telling me I was fucking crazy. Uh, and I was telling him he was crazy. I'm like, man, you're not getting a third rounder. And this motherfucker got a third rounder, so. That's a great trade for him. I knew he needed to cut, you get rid of him because of the cap. So that's why I personally didn't want to give up too much because I figured nobody would and he'd be a free agent. So absolutely great move by El Jefe there. I'd say it's like a, a C plus B for, for drama because it's not a pick this year and it's someone that's going to help him. And he's not super old. He's 28, I think. So he's got a couple years left. Um, so I, I like the trade on both sides, though. Yeah, he finally got rid of the man. He finally got rid of him. We don't have to see Preston Smith in the trade block anymore. That's what you call marketing one-on-one. That's what you call marketing. marketing. <laughs> Guerrilla marketing. Just keep blasting everywhere, right? What, what, what's, oh. funny, what's funny, though, is uh, he was like, yo, come take this guy. Come take this guy. And then Greedy offers the fourth, and he's like, Oh, fuck yourself. We're not, we need four for that. Literally, literally. <laughs> Listen, I think at one point, or, or someone else, either Greeny tried to come back with a five, or someone offered, you know, Greeny tried to come back with a five, and I said, Listen, for a five, with, you know, I, I'll just keep going to try to make this run for depth, and I'll just lose them for a five. You know, I'll just, <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I'll tell you, I appreciate you staying strong. In that situation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on, we had Eric Ebron going over to the football team for a fourth round pick. <laughs> oh yeah, man, that, that, that was funny. Yeah, he was like, "What? That's not my trade." I, I was stuck in Madden twenty. I forgot T Bandit moved to the Jags, but Eric Ebron <laughs> goes to the Jags for a fourth round pick. Um, I'm not gonna rate it. I, I I'm not re-signing Eric Ebron. I really like Pat Fairmouth as the uh, future for the tight end spot. So uh, yeah, that's basically where I am, and I'm not win now. And uh, I don't know. How the, You're not win now. The, nah, nah. Even though <laughs> sucks, and I could possibly be win now at one and oh and eight, but I don't think I am. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna give this a. I'm gonna give this a C. C plus for the Steelers. Uh, you're not going to use Ebron. You get something back for the Jags. I'm going to give this a a B minus. You get a tight end, an older tight end, but a tight end that that's definitely your best tight end on that roster. And you only had to give up a fourth, so I think it's a cool trade. Yeah, I'm I'm actually going to give uh, both teams a B on this one. I think they both feel needs. Uh, Steelers got rid of uh, a tight end, and Jaguars got a tight end. Maybe Peter Wilson help there. Um, they only really had to give up a fourth. Uh, so I'm actually going to give it both B's. Yeah, I'd, I'd go B's around as well. Um, Steelers, you know, issue with Steelers is cap, age, uh, you know, future. So getting picks for someone you're not going to keep on the team is huge. Even if it's a later round pick, they still add up. And then for the Jags, they're in a, a hell division. They're competing. 
the AFC wildcard race is going to be a fucking shit show at the end of the year. So <laughs> adding on, you know, a fast tight end to hit some routes and throw to in clutch situations, I think that's a huge win for uh, for the Jags. And one thing I want to say, if you if you want to trade with me, anybody listening, just understand I'm a nice guy because T. Bandit was willing to give up his third for it, even uh, in the trade that we'll get to in a second with me and yeah. Deloitte. Uh, like, I'm a stand-up guy. I only get one. What your calculator says it's worth. So um, I took the fourth uh, instead of the, uh, you know, the third that uh, Jaguar will to offer. Uh, next trade, we had the Steelers and the Raiders. Steelers send Juju the schuster to the Raiders for Damon Arnett and a fifth-round pick. Um, it really worked out. I need, I need a young corner to build on that defensive side. And Juju, on the last year of its deal, I'm – after I signed T.J. Watt, really don't have the money for him. Um, and I got wide receivers galore in Pittsburgh. I got Chase Claypool. I got Deontay Johnson. And then, I, you know, I got James Washington. Like, I really don't need Juju Smith-Schuster. Deloitte, what, yeah, what was the uh, idea behind that trade for you? Yeah, so first I, I'm going to explain how our trades. We, 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 I've inquired about them like a week ago, probably, around there. And, uh, kind of went back and forth for me it was trying to find trying to see if i wanted to commit to the run and shoot and i was like okay cool if i'm gonna try to do this run and shoot let me kind of figure out you know how i want to scheme it up how i want to you know get players involved and, and things like that um i decided it'll probably be best um even over Deontay, um who i think is probably a better receiver in madden but um i just felt like i, I already had some speed i already have mismatches with waller let me go ahead and get a nice little possession receiver you know i could throw it up to on the outside so that's kind of what ultimately went with um with juju there um damon arnett he's a solid player i think he he starred dev young cornerback but i have a personal vendetta against damon arnett so i was going to get rid of him regardless at some point and uh the way me and Neff's trades work is uh pretty interesting because uh I think we're both not trying to screw each other over. <laughs> we're both really nice. Um he asked for a fourth. I I gave offered him a third. Uh he submitted the trade and it was a fifth. And I was like, Did you mean to do that? He was like, Yep, it fit on the trade calculator. I was like, Cool. And that's how the trade happened. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I didn't want to take more. I didn't want to take <laughs> So n- none of us, n- the original uh, talk with the fourth round pick, n- that didn't happen at all. So it was, it was a cool trade. Well, I was ready nice to give the Steelers. I was ready to give the Steelers a B plus until I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, but no, I, I give the uh, now I give the Steelers a, uh, actually a, a B plus. Get out rid of Juju. They have enough receivers. Uh, they weren't going to sign it back anyway, so they got some assets back. And I'm actually going to give the Raiders uh, a B on, on this one. Uh, uh, I think he went out. Actually, I looked at it confusing. I looked at it around. I'm actually giving the Raiders a B plus and the Steelers a B. I'm giving the Raiders a B plus because they got Juju back and they, were, they got rid of a DB anyway. And uh, the Steelers got some assets back. They probably could have got a little bit more. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, you know, Deloitte, I know one of the last, uh, one of the last episodes uh, talking PML, you were talking about how you have a personal vendetta against, you know, Clinton Farrell and, uh, and Arnett. So <laughs> yeah. I knew you felt, so I, I knew why you wanted to move him. I, I think it's a great trade for the Raiders. I him an eight, a young receiver. He's still young. Uh, you know, he's going to pair up nicely for Rogue Waller. Uh, move, I'd give him a B. I feel personally he could have gotten more. And now that you're saying, like, Deloitte even offered more, like, it just kind of makes my assumption accurate that I feel like you could have gotten a little bit more. So that's that's the issue. It, am I am I choppy or is he choppy? No, he was choppy for me at the end. Me? No, no, Granny was choppy. I hear you clear. Somebody when you get a younger dev with all your content points. Yeah, so um, my my whole thing with it too is I I could have got more, but then when you submit a trade a trade so close to the deadline, you, you don't want to do make it. yeah you don't want to them yeah. to yeah them to say oh the numbers don't match so we're not gonna approve it so you kind of say oh, I'll just take what I can get at this point so that was the basis of that um. But moving on, we had the Cardinals and the football team. Cardinals send their first round pick, which could be a top five pick for Matthew uh, Ian, Ianitis. Ianitis, yeah. Ianitis in a second round pick. I um, I gave the Cardinals a I gave the Cardinals a C on this. Um, that first round pick could be a a big pick. That could be Jordan Davis. That could be Drake Jackson. That could be uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. That could be, you know, Devontae Lee. Devontae Lee. It <laughs> could be Malik Willis because he has Kyler Murray, but it could be uh, yeah. Stingley. It could be somebody like that. And he gave that up for Matthew E. Donis in a second. Yeah. I'm going to I, give. I gave the uh, football team an A, though. I think that's a good oh, trade. Yeah. He, he back, so we got into the top five potential. Yeah, I'm I'm going to give the Cardinals a a B minus. Um you do get a really good defensive tackle in Ionitis. Um and you you know, you follow that up with a second round pick. So I mean you still got draft capital uh, for the upcoming draft. But if you if you have a top five, top ten pick, I just feel that you could get way more. You know what I mean? Um than Ionitis. I feel like that is putting you in conversations for, you know, elite guys but Ionitis is a really good player like I, you know what I mean so I'm that's why I think saves face so that's why I still give him the B minus because I do like Ionitis as a player but with that said I think this is an A hands down for uh the football team you needed a quarterback you probably weren't going to get the best quarterback you know out there now he'll probably have the number two quarterback on on the board um so I think this is a really good move for football team I'm going to give the football team actually an A plus. I mean, you you with, all, with that D line, you have assets to move, and, and it won't hurt you at all. And now you have a possible top five pick, and I think that's just a no brainer. So I'm going to give King Mike an A plus for this move. It definitely helps make up for the uh, golf trade, and for the Cardinals, I, I got to give I got to give a C. I mean, you do get a D lineman back, you get a second rounder back, but. You know, I just I think 
I, I got to see what a, what a possible move to be down and that pick it up in top five pick. And if you think about it, like that, like I said, that could have been Jordan Davis. Would you take uh, Adonis or would you take Jordan Davis at this point? Like you're you're pretty much well, you get a second round pick on top of that. But I would have took Jordan Davis. But uh, guys, and uh, I, I, I thought Adonis was superstar man. He's a star. I thought he was yeah, star. He's a star. Yeah. So no. So yeah, I'd go A plus 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 <laughs> plus, plus plus for the football team. Uh, dealing from a position of strength, I've said it a thousand times already this morning. Um, you know, and, and getting you know potential top you know seven pick or so, uh, it's just a win, a hundred percent a win. Uh, for Goose, I really just don't understand it. Um, I, I get wanting to have like another D tackle, but you have like Watt there, you have Chandler Jones, you've got pieces there. I know his run D's you know been been subpar, so I, I understand the benefit of having a DT. But, uh, like, I personally – I would have sold my fucking soul for that pick. Like, he could have done a lot better, in my opinion, um, with that pick, especially if he would have, you know, even done it before the 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 draft. I think he could have sold that pick for multiple firsts. He could have sold it for a higher player. Uh, so, I don't like that at all. So, I, I'd go, like, C minus, maybe even a D, depending on where that pick lands for, for Goose there. Yeah, I don't get it for Goose. I, I honestly definitely don't get it. Um, but moving on, uh, we had the Cardinals and the Texans. We had another trade involving the Cardinals. They sent a uh, wide receiver, Christian Kirk, over to the Texans for a second-round pick. I gave uh, I gave the Cardinals an A on this one, and I gave the Texans an A-. minus. I, I, I understand the trade. Uh, he just traded Brandon Cooks, but he did get Christian Kirk, who's uh, not as speedy, but a little bit younger. Um but he gave up a second-round pick. Uh, I don't think he needed to give up that draft capital to get somebody like Christian Kirk when he could have probably got somebody like that for a free agent at the end of the season. Um, I think for Goose, I think it says Christian Kirk is a star dev, 92 speed. You would feel that he should be able to get him the ball and potentially dev him up, you know what I mean? Um, just being one, one dev away. Um, but he hasn't been too involved in the offense. Um, I think Andy Isabella and uh, Rondell Moore are the guys that he really wants to look to um, long-term for that speed. So you get a second-round pick. I- I'm still only going to go C-plus there just because Kirk is a star, and I think he can, you know what I mean, eventually become a um, superstar. I think he will do that with Cook and the Texans, and you only had to give up a second-round pick. So I'm going to give Cook an A-minus. Yeah, I want to give I'm going to give Cook an A. Uh, I think he's just I think he is going to dev up uh, Kirk. And actually, I'm going to give uh, Cardinals a B just because I think it's just a neutral trade. You know, he gets a he gets a pick back for a player that he's probably not uh, putting any content to, put any you know, not yeah. getting the ball to because he's using his other weapons. So I'm going to give Cook an A, and I'll give Cardinals a B. Yeah, I would go. I would go A for the um, uh, for the Texans. Um, uh, then I would go like a B plus, honestly, for for the Cardinals here. He's not really using Kirk. He's got speed elsewhere. He just traded for Hines. And the way I look at it is, I kind of combine those trades. So he gave up a third, a fourth, and a fifth, or whatever, and 
Kirk and got back Hines in a second. So uh, you, you gave up one player, you got one back, you kind of swapped some picks around, you got, you know, a, a second while giving up the third and the fifth. So I think that helps those trades make sense. So I'd give, again, A for the for the Texans and, and like a B-plus for the Cardinals there. And I know Goose is going to have a bunch of speed, but that has to be the shortest wide receiver room ever. He's going to have a 5'9 yeah, to 5'7 receiver running around. Yeah. <laughs> and last but not least, we have the Browns trading the third-round pick for Lorenzo Carter. Um, I gave the Browns an A on this one. I think that's a great A-plus for the Browns and then a B-plus for the Giants. Uh, young team, the Giants, I think Lorenzo Carter is a, definitely somebody you could uh, dev up. Uh, but I gave an A-plus to the Browns because he needed an extra piece on that D-line. He moved Miles Garrett inside. I think it's a great move for that, that uh, Browns team that are winning now right now. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go Bs for both. I'm not a huge fan of Lorenzo Carter, um, but I do see what he brings um, with that speed. I think it was uh, – I want to say Q could have made a comment. Somebody could have made a comment about Lorenzo Carter. Um, but I feel – Personally, it, it, it's just an even trade. I just feel personally like they both get something out of it. Um, you get a third-round pick if you're the Giants. If you're the Browns, you you know, you get a DN if you're moving Miles Garrett to the inside. So I think it's just a wash. Yeah, that's actually the same grades I was going to give. I'm going gonna, gonna to give two Bs. I don't think uh, – I think it helps out. I don't think it moves the needle for anyone. I'm not sure if I like the move about moving Miles Garrett inside, but, you know, HD, uh, figure that out. He knows his team. The Browns better than anyone. That's you know, the team he's been with for a while now. Uh, but again, you know, it's just kind of like a, you know, it's just like one of those trades that you see across the bottom of the ticker. Yeah. So I'm going to give it a B. Uh, Q, Q just responded. He said it was me. He don't do shit to Madden but get blocked. So, <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to say Q, Q definitely had a lot to say about that move. But uh, <laughs> I, I would go B's because uh, if Burn can't figure out a way to use him or doesn't like him getting a draft pick for it. Um, I, I think that the Browns don't necessarily need them. Like, how many motherfucking pass rushers in front seven people the goddamn Browns need to have? Uh, <laughs> it, it just doesn't make sense. Like, to, like, but again, he he knows where he's going to put him. If that may, helps him move, slide Garrett inside, uh, and you think that's going to help him, then obviously he's in a race. So I, I would agree with anything that you feel is going to make you better this year when you're in a race. Yeah. Yeah. That- that's pretty much it for uh, trades. What was your favorite trade? Just real quick, what do you think your favorite trade is? Uh, I would say Raheem Mostert going. Uh, hey. Raheem Mostert going to the trade yeah. at the Chiefs for, was probably the uh, uh I have two. I, I'm going to go with Mostert. I think is definitely a huge one. Um, Greeny, I think one of the main reasons he got the Chiefs was because uh, we, want, <laughs> we wanted to see what he could do without a running back. Um, but, you know, eight weeks in, he got a running back. So <laughs> um, we'll see We'll see what happens now with running back and elite speed and elite quarterbacks um, on the outside. Um, I also like it for the football team. You get a top five pick. Uh, we gave probably the lowest grade to him when he got um Jared Goff and I think one of the highest grades for me is him getting a fifth overall pick to actually address that need and that is a quarterback spot um and then just because you know it's me I, I, I like my juju trade <laughs> and I, I, I was actually uh, going to take those two honestly D. Lord I was going to take uh the most trade just because it just fits right in Greedy's little house and then yeah. it makes that team honestly it just makes that team so unguardable 
I mean, it really does. Like it, 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 you get, it's pretty much pick your poison. Um, yeah. And then you get to, you got to keep Hardman, so that's going to be a challenge for anyone. And I, I guess I'm first up for for that challenge. So, um, <laughs> and also uh, King Mike getting a top, what could be a top five pick, what's looking to be a top five pick. I mean, and that team to me is pretty much ready to go. And you just get your quarterback at the helm, and uh, it'll be it'll be a different story next season when he gets a quarterback and is able to kind of put the content into a form. And then I'm also going to say myself, I got $19 million off the books with Preston Smith. Hey, there you, you know, go. There you and, go. And I was able to get a third round for him. So, uh, you know, I think that that's one of those trades that just goes across the ticket. If you, if you open up the back end of it, you see $19 million off the books. If you get deep, yeah. Yeah, he's going out. Um, yeah, what, about you, what, about you, what about you, Neff? Your top two trades or top trade? Well, I said, I said the. Oh, the you monster. did, you did, you did. My juju, as far as realism, the juju and Arnett thing, the storyline, I think that was a, a trade. That was, that was a fun trade. Yeah, well, yeah, well, with us, we were trying to keep it as as real and keep it within the storylines as possible. Give Bill guys first start. One thing that was interesting when we made the trade, and we were like, how even they just like obviously Juju and um Arnett are. They're both the exact same age with the exact same speed with Star Dev, and I was like, what are the odds of that? <laughs> yeah, that's so. a good trade. Um, I'd say that my favorite trade overall different. Though, but... Oh well, that's a big difference. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think hey. it's 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 a football team. I love getting Moster. I think that I I don't even really. Uh, I'm not, uh, you know, I got plans for him that I don't want to talk about right now. But um, I still, even besides that, I think getting the possible top five, seven pick for, uh, you know, a defensive tackle when he's got others there and uh, a second rounder, I think that's that's the move of the of the trade deadline right now. Yeah, a season one top five where not only is he top yeah, five, he's going to yeah. be cheap the entire cycle and he has the entire cycle to dev up. So. I just, I just want to comment. I just want to comment real quickly on King K in the chat talking, talking trash yep. to AC right now. It, it, it's different for you in the chat when you win it, right? <laughs> when you put yeah, the wins yeah, on yeah, your phone, you, 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 you come in the chat speaking in, in, in early in the morning, right? Yeah, when, when you're losing, that's when you start playing games. That's when you start, you know, booting up Call of Duties, things like that. So. <laughs> But other than that, man, I think it was a good show, guys. Yeah, I it's think, uh, a long show. That's for sure. I think the Raiders missed. Uh, I, think, I think the Raiders missed the opportunity for Scotland, but, but that's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Rugs uh, is out of the league, man. Rugs is number eleven until the name is changed. I'm gonna try to do that today, though. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to get with JT. I'm, I don't know if I could change appearances or what, but I'm I'm gonna have to. He's gonna get a whole new makeover. He's not gonna look like Rugs at all because I don't need no. I was able to play last night because I wasn't um I wasn't live like I wasn't streaming on my YouTube so like nobody was gonna see it from over there but the next game uh I have to I have to um change everything up so uh but that's I'm not getting canceled <laughs> that's pretty much gonna do it for us here at the breakfast show uh we hope you enjoyed uh, breaking down each trade we'll get into the games tomorrow everybody have a great day and we'll, we will see you next time thanks guys. Yeah.